0: Emerald Podcast Series, research that makes a difference. Welcome to the Emerald Podcast Series. In this episode, we're speaking with two members of the executive team at the University of Bradford. Yulia Archibong, Pro Vice-Chancellor in Equality, Diversity and Inclusion, and Professor of Diversity at and Nikki Pearce, Academic Registrar and Director of Student Academic and Information Services. We are going to discuss the path the university has forged and its long-standing practice of making diversity matter as evidence in their recent awards. We discuss the achievements the university has made to advances towards equality, elimination of discrimination and promotion of an inclusive working and learning environment. The University of Bradford is widely recognized as an equality, diverse and inclusion leading institution, Adopting the systematic approach through which EDI is embedded in its culture, strategies, policies and practices, the University's goal is to enable all those within its community to develop their understanding of EDI matters, to build the confidence to contribute and act to deliver change in the University. In 2021, the University of Bradford is ranked number one in the country for improving students' social mobility. This comes on the back of the University being named University of the Year for Social Inclusion 2020 by the Times and Sunday Times. In addition, the university has been shortlisted in the University of the Year category in the UK Social Mobility Awards 2021. So, Professor Udi Archbong is a Pro Vice-Chancellor, directs the Centre for Inclusion and Diversity and provides strategic oversight for equality, diversity and inclusion across the institution. She was listed in the New Year Honours List 2015 and was made a member of the Order of the British Empire for her contributions to higher education equality. Recognised as a foremost authority with sustained distinguished presence in the field of diversity management, She is currently leading in setting agenda to drive research, learning and knowledge exchange activities internationally and has published extensively on inclusion and diversity. Nikki Pearce is Academic Registrar and Director of Student Academic and Information Services at the University of Bradford. She oversees Registry and Student Administration, Student Services, Library Services and IT Services. She is also the lead for the University's Access and Participation Plan. So I think the first question that we're going to ask here is, what is the role of the university?
1: Okay, so it's Yudi Archibong here. Let, let me start by just giving um, the kind of generic everyday description of what I personally believe the goal of university education is. I think it is about helping build a fairer, more just society and it can do this in two ways. One way is about producing graduates who pro- improve social life and the other way is by promoting social mobility which links very nicely with uh, some of the things that we will be speaking about in this episode.
2: I think if we were to think about the question specifically in relation to the University of Bradford, I think the university is positioning itself very much as a university for and of Bradford and sees itself as one of the key institutions in the Bradford region that can support um, Bradford as a city and a region to uh, to develop and improve the lives of everyone who, who lives here. And I think we do that, or aim to do that, firstly, as, as Uzi said, through um, supporting students uh, many of whom we recruit from the Bradford region to come study here and develop skills and knowledge that enable them to get excellent jobs. With uh, over 70% of them staying in the Bradford region, um, and therefore able to contribute directly to economic um, recovery in the region, but also through our our research and our knowledge transfer activities, working to understand the issues within the region
0: and put in place solutions that enable the region to be a better place for everyone to live so that that really moves us on to the next question which is so what are the problems in terms of disparity of opportunity and social mobility and for bradford being such a a multicultural city what what are the the problems there in terms of opportunities and social mobility well i i think i mean Bradford. As a region, it certainly hasn't
2: experienced the economic growth that some of the, the other large cities in the UK, like Leeds and Manchester, have um, have experienced. So um, there are real areas within the Bradford region of economic deprivation. We recruit a lot of our students from the Bradford region, and over 80% of our students come from the most financially disadvantaged backgrounds. Um, so, so economically, um, there are some real issues uh, within Bradford. The University of Bradford worked really hard to uh, encourage participation in higher education within Bradford, and we have seen a real improvement in um, in participation rates. But economically, um, the the region does remain deprived. There are also some real um, health health. Um, Inequalities, and Uzi might be a better place to talk about some of those. But um, just recently, I was uh, at an event looking at the impact of, of COVID on young people within the region, um, and one of the things that, that was highlighted there was that there are some regions, of Bradford, some areas very close to the university actually, where life expectancy can be 10 years less than the national average. So some real health inequalities uh, as well. But Uzi might might have um, some more to, to input on that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think in addition to what Nikki has said, we, we have experienced firsthand how the pandemic has amplified structural, social, and health inequalities in nationally, but but very intensified in Bradford, uh, based on some of the descriptions that Nikki has already given. I think we, we have seen, uh, our multi-ethnic Bradford really affected by, um, issues of deprivation, the impact, the long-term conditions that, uh, we see in the city and how these sometimes challenge people's life chances. And I think one of the advantages of a university like Bradford is where we are making access to universities truly open to uh, students from these backgrounds to be able to contribute irrespective of these disadvantages that they face. But I want to just expand that somewhat to, to go beyond the socioeconomic factors to look at some of the other challenges around pay disparities, issues of equality generic. So I've talked about social inequalities, but we do see uh, situations that impact on our students. That is to do with other aspects of their characteristics, whether it is to do with social class, sexual orientation, physical ability, identity and cultural backgrounds. But what our university is doing is to foster that social inclusion and provide the opportunity to enhance students' capacity for creative and involvement in the economy and I, I think it's really good to emphasize that because often we might just stick with the challenges based on ethnicity but there are other factors i think it's the intersections of these factors that really make it challenging for our students like the ones uh, that come to our university
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's i mean it's multifaceted isn't it so, what sets Bradford approach, the university's approach to equality, diversity, and inclusion, apart? So, what makes it unique? What's the institution doing?
1: One of the big things about us in Bradford is the fact that we have grown to engage a whole scale with the diagnosis of their problem, accepting that there is a problem because we always, I always believe that good institutions are institutions that start by acknowledging that there is a problem of a structural nature and once that acknowledgement is there which is the organizational diagnosis of the problem then it's easy to start creating processes to sort things out because of that acknowledgement we adopt a structural and intersectional approach which understands that the issues of inequality are not necessarily about the individual factors, that it is the conflation of institutional uh, systems, organizational cultures and individual factors that come together to deepen the social inequalities that people experience. So that's one for us in Bradford is that acknowledgement. The other thing about Bradford is the going above and beyond um, legislation. So, whilst we do ensure that we meet the legal duties, the uh, public sector equality duties, but we don't stop at that because we believe that that is the minimalist approach. So, our work goes beyond the nine protected characteristics to look at other aspects. For example, we've already spoken about socioeconomic factors and and how we take that on board. I think the other big thing about our success in Bradford is we are keeping at it. We are consistently ensuring that we address leadership contributions. So we have a very strong leadership approach to our EDI work and I believe that it is the sustained engagement of leaders in the university in executing our diversity and driving the performance that is making Bradford successful. And I see that as very, very unique. The other thing is allowing um, our EDI, the equality, diversity and inclusion agenda to perfuse and inform everything that we do. Ensuring that equality, diversity and inclusion is the beginning and the end and is central and is built into everything that we do in terms of staff experience, student experience, the way we engage with our community and every other function. Of the university.
2: Firstly, for me, what sets us apart is that we have a we have a diverse community of students, but we don't rest on our laurels, and everything that the university does is very much geared towards uh, what Udi would describe as making diversity count. And um, there's a real ethos of learning from each other and from learning from the diversity that we have. And as Udi says, we are very much around focusing on how we can improve our systems, our processes, what we are doing to promote equality rather than fixing individuals or or seeing a sort of deficit model um, around various protected groups. But what I think we also do well is recognise that where those structural issues exist that the university isn't fully in control of. So if it's one of our processes that's leading to inequality, we can do something about that. But we're also good at recognising where some of those issues are things that we can influence and have impact on, but we can't entirely eradicate. And then having additional interventions to ensure that people who have that characteristic or that that combination of characteristics um, aren't disadvantaged within our community. So, for example, if we look at, for example, care leavers, the university can do a lot within its own community to ensure equality of opportunity for care leavers, but we cannot, on our own, overcome the inequalities that exist in the care system before students come to us. And therefore, we signed up to, and are one of the first institutions to receive the quality mark for supportive care leavers because we recognise that we can't fully overcome those issues and we do need, therefore, to do some more things to ensure that care leavers have the same opportunities to show their potential and excel and succeed and progress from us as anybody else and the other thing I think I'd say about the university which comes back to Uli's point about leadership is that I think our approach and our it's a true commitment to quality, diversity and inclusion and it permeates through the whole institution so if you speak to any member of staff or any student they all know what we're doing. They're all fully committed to it. And if anything, they are holding the leadership of the university to account to continue to do even better in terms of equality and diversity. So we have the support of the full community behind us, but actually that full community is always challenging us to do more and to do better. And I think that keeps our approach fresh and it ensures that our leaders are always looking to improve.
1: So if I if I can just add to that, one of the things that I mentioned, and Nikki has really explained that is about going beyond the law, the protected characteristics. But there are specific things that we have done to deepen some of the work and we're able to extend. I'll just I'll just mention two projects that have, I think the Bradford approach is really, really uh looking um how to deepen in one area, but using the lesson from that area to to address um, inequalities in other areas. So as part of our access and participation plan, we have launched um, a work stream entitled Decolonizing Unibrad, which is central to the delivery of our equality, diversity and inclusion strategy which um, Nikki alluded to. Here we recognise that racial inequality originates from colonialism. But we define our work in this area beyond race equality to look at other factors that intersect with race equality. We know the changes that we need to implement to address specific issues and we address it by looking at the structures that undermine achievements of staff and students. We look at those deficits and look at how we can have positive impacts for all staff student outcomes and behaviours across the institution. This project, the decolonizing Unibrad, really insists on us taking a true anti-racist stance. And we have a stance which insists that being a diverse university is not enough. We are so conscious that diversity is part of our university's heritage and celebrating that diversity alone is not enough. Our claim to being the University of Social Inclusion and Social Mobility Is matched with real actions. And we stand very firmly in saying that being non racist is not enough, that being anti racist is the only way forward. So we are very bold because we know that the lessons around deepening our work around race will help us to begin to look at intersections. There are different approaches that we are using to ensure that we have inclusive leadership, as Nikki has alluded to. We run a project where we bring in senior team with diverse parts of the university. We bring in our black students, our black and minority ethnic students um, in learning partnership with our senior leaders, and we extend that to other students as we move on and I see that as a very specific way to acknowledge that the scale of the challenges runs deeper and we have to look at it by um, going to the root of the problem and I think that is very specific uh, in our approach to equality, diversity and inclusion in Bradford.
0: Thank you both so much for such detailed answers there I think it sounds like you know, you want University of Bradford to to be an example to to other universities and institutions around the country, right? By taking the lead here, that's that's really good. Thank you. So, next question would be: you both have alluded a bit to this before, uh, but I'd like to delve a bit more into sort of the place of the university within Bradford. You know, the, the sort of the town and the gown situation. So, so what does the university do in the city? In terms of, you know, does it work with employers? Do its initiatives sort of outside the realm of the university? Could you go a bit more into that, please? I think the university
2: is really deeply rooted in the city. Um, We are partly what we are because of the city, and the city is partly what it is because of us. And, And I think there's a really good kind of mutually beneficial working that, that goes on so members of key institutions within the city are part of our governing body our council the chief executive of the local authority for example the member of our governing body and then we have staff who are working on groups across the city and Udi, I'm going to talk, cause she's, she's chairing one of those groups um, but I think we seek to work in partnerships right across all aspects of the region. So, you know, we've got projects around employability where we're working with employers for the benefit of our graduates, but also for the benefit of those local employers so that they get the right skills they need for their workforce. We work really closely uh, with the Enterprise Partnership to understand the skills needs across the region. Our business school, uh, our Faculty of Management, Law and Social Sciences, uh, runs advice centres for small and medium enterprises to enable them to prosper. And Bradford is one of the the best places to be an SME in the country, the real entrepreneurial city. So we're trying to work with all areas of the city for mutual benefit because what is good for us, the university, is also good for the city and the region. And we've also got really strong partnerships in relation to healthcare and our NHS trust.
1: Just to add to what Nikki has said, when we started off, Nikki gave a very great definition of what we are as a university, that we are the university of and for Bradford. And I think we don't take that lightly at all. It's something that is really deep-rooted in the way we engage through our business and community engagement strategies. So one of the things that Nikki has alluded to is that we have many members of the university that are working with some of the partnership programs and networks in the city. So one of our colleagues chairs the e- Economic Recovery Board, uh, Professor Zahe Rani, And I chair the Equalities Board, which brings together all equality, diversity and inclusion experts citywide, from public, private, third sector organizations in one space. And in addition to us looking at inclusion as integral to every decision that is made in the city, we also hold city leaders to account. One of the things that we are very, very proud of is that we are able to learn from each other. So the things that we're good at, we're sharing with others and we learn from others the things that we're good at. We are a part of an activity in the city called Actors One. And this brings together different uh, parts of the city in one space and it's mostly looking at healthcare development and other strategic development in in the city. The other thing that is is really good, and I want to give this as an example, as part of um, Actors One, which which is a partner partnership work between many organizations. We launched the Rooting Out Racism, Root Out Racism. What we are trying to establish is to ensure that members of our organization have parity of experience around equality, diversity and inclusion. And therefore, if we are rooting out racism at Bradford University and rooting out racism at the council, rooting out in the hospitals and uh, healthcare trusts and so on, then when we all travel through these uh, components of our city, we could have parallel experiences. One of the things that Nikki mentioned was the great work that we're doing with partners across the city on employability. Our graduate workforce, Bradford, has been working with other partners um, as part of Inclusive Employers Network. This is a network that seeks to support employers in the district to develop inclusive employment practices. We believe very strongly that our structural approach to equality has to start by accepting that if employment practices are not inclusive, there is no business expecting that if we fix individuals they will be able to thrive. So what we do as part of this network is that we work with others, a toolkit has been developed, and this toolkit is to help us really equip ourselves as organizations with tools to effectively understand where we are on our inclusion journey. This toolkit is being used by the university to really focus our inclusion work and to look at our workplaces and our study spaces as inclusive environments that promotes cultural safety within the city. So I believe very strongly that when we say that we are University of and for Bradford, we really mean business. And you can see it from some of the examples that we've given you.
0: I love that, the University of and for. I think that's really great. Very serious And the university obviously does mean business um, for EDI, so that's really great to hear. It's really interesting to hear about those different projects. It's really putting your money where your mouth is in in terms of EDI and not just saying, you know, there's a lot of doing, which is obviously really great to see and, and to hear about. Thank you for your time. Both of you, it's been really insightful to talk to you. I think it'd be really interesting to do a follow-up episode in about six months' time. And we can hear more about the initiatives and the impact that they're having. That would be really great. So again, I, I wanted to just thank you both. It's been really insightful.
1: Thank you, very much All
0: right. Thank you for listening to this episode. The full transcript is available on the website, as well as more information on our wonderful guests who I'd like to thank one more time for joining me today. Also, my thanks to Alex from This Is Distorted for the editing of this episode.